Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Film House. Today, we're doing our review on Tenet. Wow. No, actually, because none of us can see it because we're stuck in America where disease is rampant and movie theaters are still closed. And I'm pretty sure Jurassic Park is like number one movie in America at some sort of drive-in <laughs> somewhere. Well and the deserved. only movie news that have happened in this whole country in the last six months all happened last week, and you guys covered it already, talking about DC fandom and all that good stuff. So we have no movie news to discuss. End the episode. Good episode. Thank you. And then I it'll roll the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't leave. <laughs> Actually, I did come up with something for us to do. Um, I'm real quick. I just want to introduce my guest this week, Elise Wilms. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, Ryan Haley. Hey, thanks for having me. And Adam Kovic. I would say my name backwards because I didn't see Tenet. Oh, Palindrome. <laughs> no Madda? Mad, Madda. Yeah. In theaters yeah, now. Adam backwards. Or, Nail yeah, well, for me. Either way, I brought you guys on because I feel like we can talk about anything movie related together. In fact, we have before in the past. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually really excited about this episode because I came up with a game for us to play because like I said, there's no movie news and there's no, no movies to see. And the only the, I'm watching Karate Kid. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> again I'm watching again, Karate Kid I, over and over. Yeah. Um, I, I have no Jackie regrets Shoe. about that. The, I like Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. And is in that. And they do her dirty in the second one, though. But mm-hmm. um, Will Smith's kid. But yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Without further ado, I just want to say on this episode of Film House, we have one simple task to come to a consensus on the order of 10 random films, okay, surveyed from Twitter from worst to best. Easy. Done. Yeah, this okay. is, is going to be the shortest episode of Film House ever. Just give me the list. I'll put them in order. We'll call it a day. That's why I, I said know the consensus, right Ryan. That's why I said consensus. When I approached you about potentially doing this topic, you were like, oh, no problem. I can do that easy. And I went, there's going to be four of us. We're going to have to come to a consensus. And then that's where the discussion lies. And that's where the debate will happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. Consensus, Ryan. I know it's something. It's a t- collaborative term. That but there's an objective maybe, answer to this. And I'm going to know not, it. There might not be an objective answer for everyone. Which okay. means that it's not it. objective. So James, September 1st, the Funhouse Twitter account made a tweet. Yes. Uh, basically said, we're doing an experiment. Name a random movie that isn't Lawnmower Ooh, Man. that's a big mm-hmm. ask. It's tough. And you'll be surprised how Ooh. many funny people out there said Lawnmower Man too. Oh, that's good. Or, or Beyond Cyberspace. <laughs> but, um, you guys. That's, yeah. Eat and, a lot, and again, just, just for the sake of it, because this was asked on the Funhouse Twitter the uh, a lot of the responses we got were funhouse related meme type sure, yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I had Rick, our PA, go into the list, grab a bunch at random, mm-hmm. and then I took some others from at random, and then I mixed them randomly together. So it's the ultimate randomness. This Perfect. is this is more complex than a computer. Alan Turing wept when he saw how I made this list. Well, I think he well, wept for other reasons, but yeah, probably well, castration. Yeah, but I didn't ask. The betrayal. Okay. All right, um, that movie, by the way, is not on this list. Um, so, do you guys, you guys want to hear what the list of movie is? Yeah, please. And then we can jump right into Take it. Take me away, Captain. Right. Oh, Captain. The official list is 
Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Sure. Mac and Me. Okay. Airborne. Okay. Speed 2 Cruise Control. Sucks. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Great. Great movie. Over Demolition Man. Best. Mm-hmm. Like Strange Days. Uh-huh. Decent. Yeah. Sister Act 2. Back, Back in the, in habit, the habit. habit. Yes. Memorable. Kangaroo Jack. I haven't and seen And Leprechaun. Back to the Hood. Oh. Perfect. Those are the films that we today okay. have the immense pleasure of being able to sort into the correct order. Uh, real quick, are, are there any movies on this list that none of you have seen? Because there, I haven't there's seen only Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Kangaroo Jack. I haven't seen Strange Days. I have okay. never seen all of Mac and Me. I've only yeah, I've only seen the Mac and Me clips from Conan. I, watched I haven't it. seen the all. <laughs> I haven't seen all of Strange Days, and I haven't seen all of Sister Act Two. Back in the habit. Okay. It's been, it's been a long time since I've seen Speed Two Cruise Control. So we are. Yeah, all, but it's I old. just want to make sure we're qualified. So it sounds about yes. right. Yeah, we're, we're Okay, yeah, yeah. we're one hundred percent qualified. Even yeah. if we hadn't seen the films, then I would say we're allowed to. Oh, you're allowed to ping up something on your browser mm-hmm. and just read a summary. If we gotcha. had no, sure. if I was like, if we had no idea what this movie was, then oh, we yeah. were allowed to read a summary. So mm-hmm. we we're allowed to do research on the fly. My First thinking of how to approach this, mm-hmm. let me know if you guys feel Divide differently, yeah. is thinking about what are top five, what, what movies would fall into the top five, what movies would fall into the bottom five, and then sorting them in that regard. Mm-hmm. Fair. So yeah. like at least they're, they're divided into, you know, you, you're above this line or you're below this line. That's okay. a great idea. Let's do evens and odds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do yeah, shirts versus say- skins. Yeah, shirt skins, but but I guess we could start it by just saying what everyone thinks is the best movie on the list first, so we can maybe narrow down the number one spot. Be a way to do it. It's or the worst man. movie on the list. I was going to say that Demolition Man. Yeah, I mean, I, knowing this I think group. for me, yeah, I think for me it's between Demolition Man, Muppet Treasure Island, and I think Tucker and Dale is like way up there too because that's just a a pretty great it's, and well rounded movie. Dude, I yeah, love Airborne really good. Man. Oh yeah, I love Airborne too. Again, the beginning and the end of this list is probably going to be pretty easy. It's going to be accurately sorting out that center. Because when someone's saying to you that they think that Sister Act Two is better than Airborne, and you're going like, "What? Mm, what idiot would say that?" I don't know. I'm just, I'm just mm. preempting, preemptively okay. getting at this. Okay, high. so do do we want to try and figure out the number one first or the number ten first? One. Ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, already I, I'll, odds. I'll, I'll be the the middleman. I say we start with number five. Oh God! Uh, I just say this true. because I already feel so somewhat six. confident about what that number ten might be. Ooh, mm-hmm. I have to think uh, about that. And why is it Kangaroo Jack? It, it is Kangaroo Jack. You think honestly, Kangaroo um, Jack is the worst film on this list? I haven't seen it, but I just googled it. I have <laughs> seen it. <laughs> And I would, I would probably in this list probably debate very heavily that it was that it doesn't belong in that number. Eight percent aggregate score. But I would, I would give it props for its marketing ability. It tricked so Uh many people into thinking that the kangaroo was the star of the film. Should get something for that, right? The kangaroo is almost the MacGuffin of the film. Exactly. It's barely in it. Um, I I, I was gonna go. I was gonna go either Mac and me. Or Leprechaun Back to the Hood, which I 
have soft spots in my heart for both of those films, but Mac and Me truly does suck. And there's a reason that it's one of those, like, always in the top ten worst movies of all times. It's not a, that fun of an experience. And I, I love mean, McDonald's, that's... you know? It's a whole McDonald's movie. So. <laughs> oh, man, down. you make me want McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Just gang, roll up. Then you watch Mac and Me, and then gang. you don't want it anymore, because you're God. <laughs> exactly. they, they, My they, stomach hurts, and they I like, didn't eat anything. They, like, basically paid for that movie. I, I like the story of Mac and Me because... They essentially said, well, what if we made E.T. and then someone's and McDonald's like, we got to get in on this early the same way Reese's got in with E.T. What if we got an E.T.? Yeah, but then Mac and me happened and that movie is a nightmare. But I think it's redeemable in the sense that you can do a Mystery Science Theater episode on it. And they did. But I don't think that I don't believe in the whole so bad it's good phenomenon. In our, you know, there, it, okay. it's if it's so bad, it's so bad. All right, so bad equals okay. so bad. Fair enough. But yeah. I don't know that Kangaroo Jack and Mac and Me are different types of bad. And I, and honestly, like for me, I look at it from a cultural relevance. Mm-hmm. And what does this mean for for film as you know a medium? And do I think that Mac and Me had a bigger impact <laughs> on that than <laughs> Kangaroo Jack? Absolutely. I totally forgot Kangaroo Jack existed. No, not me. Not ever. Anthony Anderson's in that movie. Yeah, do you know who else is in it? Michael Shannon. And Michael oh, Shannon, it, I was just about to say. Who does he play? We don't even know. The Kangaroo. I, I would say that Mac and Me has had greater cultural importance but than Kangaroo that's Jack. That's only because of Paul Rudd. Sure. It's purely because of Conan O'Brien and Paul Rudd that anyone knows what Mac and Me is. I believe that. Does anyone know Kangaroo Jack? Yeah. Has anyone brought it back into the zeitgeist? Everyone, everyone knows Kangaroo Jack because of how it was such a bait and switch. Yeah. How the movie had a trailer that came out that had a rapping cool kangaroo in it. And then you went and you watched the movie and it turns out the kangaroo not only doesn't rap, the kangaroo doesn't talk. And everything from the trailer was manufactured for the trailer and pulled from a dream sequence in the middle of the film. Yeah. I'm going to read you this, this excerpt from a, re- a review. That's awesome. The humor is gratingly dumb, and Kangaroo Jack contains too much violence and sexual innuendo for a family movie. <laughs> it seems like it's a, a pretty good contender for I've number nine. This. Well, they, yeah. they, did a, they did a Kangaroo Jack and Snow Dogs, right? Starring Cuba Gooden Jr., where the trailer showed a, a dream sequence where all the dogs are talking, but that's only 10 seconds of the movie, and then the rest yeah. of it is something else and yeah that's so smart it's such a smart thing to do no it's not as smart because it's never worked out no one likes snow dogs and no one likes kangaroo jack enough people saw to have an opinion of it and say that wasn't what i paid for i think that's genius that's not how i don't agree with it that's not how it works you only need one person to see it and then there's enough opinions well (laughs) are we at least in agreement that it's either kangaroo jack or mac and me as as the number 10 i also think leprechaun back to the hood is really bad as well i have seen that Yes, it it's is terrible. Bad. That's the second it time he really, goes to really the hood. Bad. Not the first time. There's two hoods. I think it's. I think he returns from space and re- and goes back to the hood. Okay. Okay. So I mean, are you, are you guys going to outvote me on this one? No. I'm, I don't over Kangaroo Jack. I don't think Kangaroo Maybe I Jack. Seen? I think Kangaroo Jack is a better made film. For no, I will dirt. die on this hill. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I, I get, <laughs> kangaroo Jack. It's gonna be ten episodes because we're gonna be well, at a stalemate. No, J- James on to something. So, Leprechaun was made to go to VHS. Everyone working on it knew it was gonna be a bad movie. Like, you know, yeah. the first day of shooting, like everyone thanks for coming here. This is L eight. We we let's made crap it here. It out. Yeah, let's just Crapping get this, this one out. Let's get out of here by five. And then Mac and me came from a place of let's cash in on that ET money. And then Kangaroo Jack was just. 
who knows why that was made so i mean someone probably hadn't an idea about like oh these guys go to the outback but then what happens and all it's like it's a chase film right like mm-hmm. it's a pretty well-established genre but it was it was an original take on a chase film that just happened to be bad well and, and right? it's it's it, 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 it it's the ultimate a bunch of people in the hollywood boardroom going all right talking animals let's check a bunch of boxes off and make that's a, not even you know, really in the I movie i don't even think that's that's well, something they had to do after the fact oh, that's to right. make You're it to, to make it fit those i guess boxes. what i should say is cgi animals right you know barely isn't it jerry jerry o'connell and a cgi kangaroo i think this is exactly Gordon lawrence gordon production as well exactly let me tell you ryan kangaroo jack and Leprechaun Back to the Hood came out in the same year, 2003. Yeah. We know that. And let me tell you, while Kangaroo Jack was implementing bad CG, Leprechaun was doing it all practical. Now, <laughs> my phone shattered. Screen. My phone is broken. <laughs> but if you'll see here. Is that from looking up scene, Leprechaun? <laughs> it is a scene from Leprechaun Back to the Hood uh-huh. wherein we're seeing a, a fully costumed practical Makeup Warwick leprechaun. Davis. Yes. I mean, he looks like he who's, went to Party City. Who's like, in the kitchen with this this gentleman? The gentleman's making a sandwich, and the leprechaun. We're seeing high level physical comedy here, wherein while the man's making the sandwich, the, he doesn't even know the leprechaun's there. This is a dance. The way this scene is shot, okay? <laughs> it's expert. It's expertly choreographed. It's comedic. <laughs> All right, the leprechaun hits a bong. It, this <laughs> is. About that. Phone's shattered. Oh, God, I'm going to toss this out here. Um, Leprechaun Back to the Hood takes an already marginalized group and then turns them leprechauns? into characters. <laughs> yeah, leprechauns. <laughs> I am. I'm going to say that the, this for this one scene where they're they're choreographing this, where the man doesn't see the leprechaun while he's making a sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's a number nine. But there's outback That's a number chases. nine. There's outback chases and stuff. They're like in a truck and they're chasing. Is it a real kangaroo? No, it's not a real kangaroo. The, they're, they're uh, they got a real leprechaun. I, I was well, half right that's... Uh, about. Uh, I was. I was just saying. I was half right about Kangaroo Jack. It was produced by Jerry fucking Bruckheimer. Can you believe that mm-hmm. the Top Gun producer makes a CGI kangaroo movie? He didn't yeah. make it cool. because it's like it's an action movie. Like it's it kind of feels like um, what's that Sean William Scott the Rock movie? Yeah, the oh, yeah. Peter Berg the 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 rundown. rundown. The bareback, yeah. Oh, um. So like it, 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 it's. It feels like it's like, oh well, what if we did something like that, but with targeting a younger demo? I don't know uh-huh. which one came out first, but like, mm. it feels like it's that that kind of movie. But I don't know. It just, I think I don't know. I I go for Mac and Me or Leprechaun Back to the Hood. I would say maybe Mac and Me is maybe the worst on this. On I this think so. list. I think because Mac and Me actually had heart and they tried and it fails. In every way, the only thing, the only redeeming thing I think about Mac and Me is that it has a a paraplegic uh, protagonist, which you don't see in movies all the time. But then they throw him mm. off a cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I still disagree. I still think for me, it's Kangaroo Jack, Mac and Me, then Leprechaun. You think Leprechaun gets to number seven? And that's <laughs> number eight on right, this list. Fine. We we cannot take Elise's vote. We have to think with a grain of salt. She hasn't seen this film, all right? I think it's, it's uh-huh. up to the other three voters to decide. <laughs> I saw the clip slot. from Leprechaun making the sandwich. Mm-hmm. I have seen the entirety of both Kangaroo Jack and Leprechaun Back to the Hood. I have only seen Leprechaun 2 because my friend said it had boobs in it, and he was right. All right, well, does I don't even think... That's the thing about some of these later Leprechaun films. They didn't even have nudity. All right, well, really? so you guys, it sounds like the three of you are in agreement. Do you want to lock in... Shall we that, vote? That bottom three. 
Sure. Sure. I let's let's lock in. Let's lock in. I mean, what are we saying? I'm saying Mac number and 10, Mac and me. That's fair. For, for number 10, you're saying Mac and me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that sentiment. At least it needs to be a consensus. Oh, check my broken phone. I, I could also go with Leprechaun, but I but I, I I will take a Mac and me as 10. It, remember, uh, consensus is key. I don't key. know that we're going to come to a consensus. We have to. Wait, it has I to be 100% consensus? It's yeah. not majority rules? I mean, is, I, can, like I can just acquiesce and oh say fine, God. but I, st- I won't believe in it. All right, you know? well, then majority rules. Yeah, I think Fair it's going to have okay. to be. All right, <laughs> let, let the record show Elise does not believe in this in this <laughs> order, current, in this current positioning. It's, we're going to start right, as democracy. 10, By the end, it's going to be just Mac and me. fascist state. It should, be, it should Yeah, it should be a totalitarian dictatorship. I should pick yeah. all of them, and we should just go home after that. Five minutes. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, also pass some walls. You'll somehow manage to get some Mandy in here or whatever. I don't. It's not even on the list. <laughs> should, we, should we go up to our favorites? Oh, what, you take a... 10 to 1, baby? Oh. You know? We could. Oh. I mean, I feel like it'll get easier. I feel like there's more anticipation if you let the number one spot. That's probably go. true. Yeah. yeah. But, I forgot yeah, yeah. that this is show business. This is show <laughs> is that business. what we're calling this? So did Mac and me. <laughs> okay. So then, so then between Kangaroo Jack and Leprechaun Back to the Hood, mm-hmm. we're going. <laughs> I can't. I've never heard anyone ask that question yeah. in my life <laughs> and say it with such sincerity. Same year. You said it was based. the same year, right? Here's the thing. I'm at the Hollywood video. It's 2003. I just graduated high school, barely. And I have in one hand Kangaroo Jack on DVD and Leprechaun back in the hood on probably VHS. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, oh, oh, God, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I put Kangaroo Jack down. Yes. Really? Yeah. I do too. Really? I, I feel like it's... I, well, the competency of the, the filmmaking is how bad can it be if they've made ten of these? That's a different quali- that's a different qualification than the worst movie to me. You know, because honestly, I would probably rent Mac and Me before I would rent like Sister Act Two. I don't think but, you could. Th- but is it a better at better film? A be- mm-hmm. You know, a, like I agree. I agree with Ryan. I hate to say it. At least, so, so you've already been you. You've, your whole world has been turned upside down. Thank you, James. So you, now you're you're living in a completely different society that you had planned when you woke up this morning. You're in a completely different place. With Mac and me off the table, you would go hard Kangaroo Jack than Leprechaun uh, Twelve, right? Twelve. <laughs> was it eight? We don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think. Hmm. Tell me. Let's, I'm like, I need to look at some of the talent behind Leprechaun. <laughs> There's not much. Well, built on the backs of actors like Jennifer Aniston and other. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she was just in the one. Oh, yeah. Well, the rebooting <laughs> Scream, maybe they'll bring back her when they reboot. She wasn't in it. <laughs> 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 Oh, you mean show? They'll bring I'm saying back if they're going to reboot Leprechaun, the yeah. Leprechaun movie that came out yeah, yeah. Back years ago, back mm-hmm. for the hood, because you know oh, Nev Campbell is going to be like a teacher in the the Scream reboot, and she's going to be like, "I'm I'm Mrs. Scream," and then Leprechaun well, will, yeah. Sydney Prescott. Whatever. We can also say, in terms <laughs> of the caliber of Kangaroo Jack, the people, the careers that it launched. You yourself mentioned Michael Shannon. Now he's an international superstar. Okay, Zod, Jerry yeah. O'Connell. He's only gone up and he's only gotten bigger and better since then. He got well, seals. How do we not know that all the cast and talent behind Leprechaun Back to the Hood 
said, this is the best we're going to do. Pack it in. This is this is the highlight. You can this assume. This is the hit. This is the pinnacle. <laughs> Pack it in. You cannot top this. Okay. How do how do we know? How do we know? I guess there's no way to know that. <laughs> we can only assume. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Leprechaun back to the hood or Kangaroo Jack. Which one's better? Uh, if you think that Leprechaun is better, then cast your vote now. I mean, we're comparing apples and rotten apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> and half well, I'm not sure which yeah. one's bad. Uh, I, I would. I, I my, my hunch would be to say Leprechaun Two next, but 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 James, since you've seen these two films, Kangaroo Jack, mm-hmm. you're the only one. It sounds like you know. I I trust your your your, your judgment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just feels like Kangaroo Jack is still a movie. Like you said, it's Jerry Bruckheimer. It's it's dumb and it's not good. But like you know, there's a competency to the crew. Uh-huh. The crew worked hard. The shots are 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 in You don't focus think people worked hard on Leprechaun Back to the Hood? I, don't I know showed that they you a scene where they hard. made the sandwich. Sixty-five yeah, percent. It was like a dance. As hard. Mm-hmm. It was like choreographed like a thing. What's the Rotten Tomatoes on on Leprechaun? Back it's higher the than than Kangaroo Jack. Or, oh, well, when more people that. see it, you're more inclined to. Uh, Leprechaun Two, Rotten Tomatoes, twenty-two percent aggregate versus score versus eight versus eight for Kangaroo Jack. Mm. I mean, I recall, don't, recall don't let that don't let that influence yeah. your opinion. Don't. What was the audience? But I just don't want to get. I don't want to get ousted from the critics' society. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm yeah. so normally we, embraced upon with open arms. This this conversation is going on Metacritic, so be careful. Mm-hmm. I guess is what we're saying. <laughs> I don't know. I just think I think Leprechaun is a worse movie than like Leprechaun only exists because of how stupid that title. The only reason we're talking about it. Is because it's such a stupid title and a stupid premise. <laughs> yep. I mean, he. Agree with that's James. the only I hate reason to say it, but I agree I with James. How many? There's not even anything subject matter to discuss about the film. Like, like at least had to pull up a scene to discuss a scene of the film. At least with Kangaroo Jack, you can state that there is a dream sequence or the aspect of the trailer. Something about the content of the film is mm-hmm. up for discussion. There's nothing about Leprechaun Back to the Hood. People just think the title is funny. And the second Leprechaun, when the guy thinks he sees boobs, it ends up being like a lawnmower, and then I think it's his face chopped off, and then another guy wishes for a pot of gold, but it expands in his stomach. Are there any scenes like that when he returns to the hood? I mean, it's all like it's all like playful antics. Oh, if I recall, there's like no ironic just, death, which is always kind of weird. Probably, I think there are some like wishes, but at this point, he's just like a goofy little character that goes around and then murders. Just having fun. Okay, yeah. yeah all right. I appreciate that. But I, I again, I can't recall. I can't pull any of them from my mind, despite the fact that I sat there well, and watched. the. Here's whole thing. the question. The, uh, the leprechaun is sort of the titular focus of Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Mm-hmm. Kangaroo Jack also same in that film. Which would you think is kind of the, the greater icon here that we're looking leprechaun. at? I mean, I saw the sandwich scene. I mean, Leprechaun is, but Leprechaun also has, like we mentioned, 12 films. Kangaroo Jack Mortal only Kong. got the one shot. Mm-hmm. Blew it. How's everyone sure. leaning for Or this maybe one? that makes it more special. I don't know. I mean, there's only one Casablanca and 15 Dirty Harry movies. It's true. We got to decide. We have to. I think we, we have, have to, to. We do have to decide. To force okay. this decision. I, I'm, I'm leading Leprechaun. I'm a, a James swayed me. 
Yeah. So you think Leprechaun's worse? Yes, I think that is a, like you said, it's a poor, a poorly made, worse poorly made film than Kangaroo Jack, and uh, uh, so it should get nine, and then Kangaroo Jack should be above it. Yeah. For Ryan, being... have you seen Kangaroo Jack? No, no, but I'm I'm I I follow James's logic, and Jerry Bruckheimer just based on his reputation alone uh, makes it a, a more of a, a well made movie than what I saw with Leprechaun back did in the hood. I mean, did he fly to Epstein Island? I probably he's probably on there. I don't know. Okay, just to get a drink. That's my vote. My vote is Leprechaun Nine, Kangaroo Jack Eight. There we go. I'm I'm so with that. I, I agree with this. This is a consensus after all. You're right. I will. I, I will join that. I'm still with the critics on this. Okay. Like, I saw them making the you sandwich. You pretentious asshole! I saw, I saw how they choreographed that sandwich scene. The physical comedy, the slapstick on your broken the phone. performance yes. by Warwick Davis. I saw it, and I have to say that that's a glimpse into mm. what that film offers. Or for so me. you've been told. For me, you think, it's gonna be. Do you think Warwick Davis ever goes to a hospital for like the sick kids dressed as leprechaun? And he's like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get Spider Man. All, right. All right, I'm back. Okay, okay. We have ten, nine, eight. At ten, Mac and me. Nine, leprechaun. Back to to the hood. Uh, eight, kangaroo Jack. We have we still have seven more films to go. Dear God. Um. And and we're going to continue chipping away at this list um, right after a word from the sponsor of this episode. This episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a pre-measured meal delivery service right to your door. Uh, it's America's number one meal kit, and it lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's the most important thing I want to emphasize to you is affordability because HelloFresh saves you money stress. It's it's just makes the process of cooking, shopping and all that so much easier because you're going to get exactly what you need. And when you get in this in the HelloFresh delivery exactly what you need, you're never going to pay extra for the things that you don't. There's so many times where you're going to go to the grocery store and you're going to buy more groceries than you could ever possibly use and I mean, if there's one downside to groceries, it's that they go bad. If you don't eat them fast enough, they're going to go bad. And then that's wasted money. That's wasted food. It's just not efficient. HelloFresh eliminates that for you. It brings the food right to your doorstep, exactly the amount that you need. And the best thing about it is you can get cooking and finish these meals in about 30 minutes or less on average. So uh, you're going to be saving 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local grocery store. Plus, it's more convenient. Also, the nutrition factor of cooking for yourself is way higher, I promise you, than if you buy like a prepackaged meal or some sort of frozen meal or something like that. By getting the actual pure ingredients and putting it together, it's going to be delicious and nutritious. Um, over 90% of ingredients in HelloFresh are sourced directly from growers to ensure the freshest recipes are delivered to your door. And also one of my favorite things is it, it's flexible. HelloFresh allows you to pick a plan that meets your needs. If you're the kind of person who knows you're only going to be cooking for yourself a couple nights a week, you can find a plan that works for you with HelloFresh. If you're the kind of person who wants to be cooking every single day and, uh, and you're going to be cooking for you and your partner or your whole family, you can find a plan that works works for you. Uh, HelloFresh is just the most flexible meal plan you can find. I also want to let you know that some of my favorite recipes, uh, they have burgers on here that are like, I mean, if you can't go out to eat, um, it's safer, safer to stay inside. You're going to really love the burgers that they have. They are gourmet burgers. 
um, basically anything you can imagine, uh, steak, uh, there was a, a shrimp lo mein that is just absolutely delicious. And the thing is, you're going to feel satisfied, not only because it's going to fill you up and make you feel really good, but you made it. So that's an accomplishment. Cooking is a pretty cool accomplishment. You can feel proud um, for what you do. So if this sounds good to you, and it should, I want you to go to HelloFresh.com slash 80filmhouse and use code 80filmhouse, that's H-A-U-S, to get a total of $80 off your first month, including free shipping on your first box. There are additional restrictions that apply, so please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. And we're back, um, ready to ready to jump right into number seven. I honestly think this is where things are going to be more difficult. Sure. Because, like, obviously, like, there are some standout bad ones. We all came to a consensus on the bad ones. This middle ground is going to be a lot harder, and we, like... We may play something and then come back and have to revisit it and then in a, like re- reimagine it. Uh-huh. Are there any standouts for number seven, the film that's only slightly worse or sorry, slightly better than Kangaroo Jack? Uh, for me, I, I'm not a huge Strange Days fan. It's 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 perfectly oh mediocre. Yeah. Um, and then Sister Act 2, I would put it, uh, just compared to the others on the list, which I significantly like more, mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of like, it's whatever. There's cool songs and stuff. So, oh, But then Speed 2 does suck, actually. I would say yes. maybe Speed 2 is probably our best bet for the next one. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that sentiment, because I will say Strange Days, whatever you want to say about it, it's got directed by Catherine Bigelow, yeah. written by James Cameron. There's mm-hmm. some powerhouse. There's some powerhouse. Fines. When you have all that talent behind it, and it still just kind of becomes a meh. And if we're talking about trailers, the trailer for that movie didn't have anything in it. It just had that one dude talking to you with the white background. No talking dogs or kangaroos. How dare you? So. Uh, Strange Days is actually good. You guys are monsters, but that's fine. I, was, it, I said it's perfect. Well, I, didn't, I didn't say anything about it. I just said I think Speed 2 is probably the next one. Speed 2, Speed 2 is bad, but it's also pretty distracting. Like if you put Speed Two on, if it's on cable or whatever, you're flipping through the channels, and you're only one commercial break into Speed Two, you might finish it. I don't know that I would. Con- I don't know that if Strange Days was on, one commercial break into Strange Days, am I gonna finish Strange I mean, Days? You gotta, you gotta know who did it or why they did it or what are these squid things they put on their heads. <laughs> well, I mean, I would say that uh, Speed Two tarnishes the legacy of Speed. Having having that sequel, yeah, tarnish it. I mean, Speed is still a good movie, regardless what comes after it. Speed is an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's because the movie's canon, and it does a, it does <laughs> it does unestablish a lot of the things that you want to believe happen oh, at the end of Speed. What, do they do they explain how the first one was a dream or something? No. Well, they say that they broke up. They, okay. She she and Keanu broke up because. The theme, remember the the through line of like you can't like start a relationship and high stakes, whatever, whatever that line is. I think you shoot. Then Jeff at the Daniels beginning of Speed lake. Two, she's like, she's like, she's like, oh yeah, well that was right. Yeah. I'm like, but he wasn't supposed to be. The whole point was supposed to find love despite it. Well, so it does well, kind of well, shit on Speed. What was the story? Uh, like, how does Keanu Reeves not come back for Speed Two after the smash hit of Speed? Like, how does that happen? Uh, he was probably like, in Dogstar, Torin. The actor. <laughs> You mean the actor? How did the actor not come back? Yeah. Yeah. How did Keanu Reeves? 
I, I think he had... But I'm sure they gave him a boatload of money, literally. Yeah, but he doesn't like, do for the nice. money. But despite, despite all his, his weirdness, and you know, I know everyone's like, I love Keanu also, but like, the dude does... He carries himself in a certain way. They're like, he, he picks projects that he wants to work on. Well, if that's the yeah. answer, that's awesome, honestly. I, I just am kind of like, did he get the script and think like, man, I don't want to be a part of this? Or was he just like, uh, like you're I saying, mean, he, like, I'm just going to concentrate on Doug Star. I think, you know? well, I mean, there's that. And then everyone in his family was dying little by little. So like he, he was going through some stuff. Maybe he was like, I don't really feel like doing speed right now. Okay. Yeah. So. Or maybe he just felt like, hey, we made something really special. I don't know that the second movie is going to better inform the first. And also, I do feel like it was the sort of thing where maybe an actor of his status, like back then, you know, you didn't make Fast and the Furious 2. Mm-hmm. You, like if you were an actor of that caliber, you were like, I'm, you know, going to move on to the next thing. Also, so I don't they're think giving you the $20 million. Back, dollars. Right? <laughs> it wasn't like, who was the guy who made the first speed? Uller, Uller or whatever. Who, who, uh, Jan Dubont? Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jan de Bont. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jan um, de Bont. Um, de Bont. I did he I don't think he did the second one, right? No. Yeah, so I could get I could see you know that and that used to be the thing. That was before these, you know, actors and directors were able to like basically get a huge back end, so they were like, yeah, I'll direct as many as you want, you know. Um so yeah, I mean, I definitely think Speed 2 is a, is a contender. I just mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm way more likely to watch it than Strange Days. Well, are we? At, is this is this what's a better movie or what's rewatchable? Because you know we put Mac and Me above, or we put pardon me, we put Kangaroo Jack above Leprechaun. I'm going to rewatch Leprechaun. You haven't seen either of them, and you've had <laughs> so many opportunities. I'm going for it's worst me- made movie, not not mo- I don't know, the other criteria. Worst made is it's- my. My main criteria. It's speed two for me, James. I have a, I have a quick quote here for uh, explanation. Okay. Uh, this is from Den of Geek, where they did an interview with Keanu Reeves, and he said, "I got the script and I read it, and I was like, uh." So there you go. Whoa! He read it. Right. He said I, I he was... loved he loved working with the director and he loved Sandra Bullock, but he wouldn't. He said the movie just sounded terrible. I was wrong though. Jan did come back for two, so uh, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Willem Dafoe also in that film. He uses leeches. Don't forget. That's true. That's all I got. Mm. That's my last, my last thing out there. So are so, we thinking Speed Two? Yeah, that'd be my vote that, for I'm number leaning, seven. I'm leaning yes. towards Speed Two. It's got some memes in okay. there, but Does that's it? it. All I, re- all I guess I really remember about Speed Two was that it didn't seem like there was that much of an that much urgency because they were on a boat. That's what Keanu said. And, uh, and then at the very end, it's like they're headed towards a dock, but they pretty well established that they're moving very slow and boats are just large and then no one gets hurt. Yeah. And, and it's pretty simple. Tiny Lister took the detonator and threw it out the window. I think and the, you might be the thinking. Head of the cops was like, Oh, my, uh, my, my, I know. my mom and dad were, were, went on a vacation and they were where the speed two final end scene where the boat was crashing into the shore and they saw it being filmed. They said that they, they, they told me that the, the, they moved the boat like 15 feet a day. And I was like trying to figure out how that, what, how that made sense. But I guess it was, they were filming it slowly hmm. by, hmm. by feet by day. 
Anyway, interesting piece of trivia there. It's for stop you. motion. It was all stop yeah, motion. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was well, I, if I re- remember, they the actors moved in slow motion and they just sped the whole <laughs> film. That's really what smart. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah, what they might. I wonder if that was like. Yeah. I wonder if they just kept. No, I. I sorry, I was just. No, no, I know. I know. You're right. All right, number six. All right, we're moving on to six. Again, I'm going to toss Strange Days in here because I don't you. know anyone that has ever decided they want to watch Strange no Days. No one loves that movie. Everyone kind of no like one loves Adam, it. I guess, is the person who loves it the most on Earth. But. I think it's I think it's aged well. I think it, it definitely it it has a way more world building than it needed. But that's also because James Cameron is a psychopath and mm-hmm. it accurately predicts a lot of things and i think best part about it is we fat boy slim sampled it and that's how we got the song right here right now so take that I, and smoke I it i didn't know that that's awesome i didn't yeah know that it's angela bassett going right here right now and then he sampled it put it in a song oh, and it's all yeah it's pretty awesome what that's so awesome. the best thing about strange days is a fat boy slim song <laughs> That isn't in Strange Days. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying the movie was such a cultural touchstone that this extremely popular DJ producer from the UK sampled it and said, "This is going on the album, the Rockefeller Skank," I think is what it was called. Or <laughs> yes, that was the song. I forget the name of the album. Either way, the Norman Cook Collection or something like that. It, I'm just saying, everyone saw Strange Days. Everyone loved it. And that's, I mean, how how long was it until <laughs> Avengers Endgame beat it at the box office? Uh, not long. <laughs> um, <laughs> huh? Now, what I'm going to say might sound controversial because I do enjoy this movie a lot. And if it's on TV, you know, I might watch it. But for me, that number six spot is going to be Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. That's why I was um, thinking. It's a, re- it's, it's a retread with not much substance. Yeah. Lauren Hill, of course, is charming and great in it. But we're, we're seeing a lot of the same ground here. The way that Sister Act 1 pushed the, the, the nun, narrative of like, oh, there's it. The, yeah, the, the, the showgirls. The exploitation nun. genre. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's how we got uh, that whatever that, sh- that show was just on Netflix, uh, The Nun Show. I forget what it's called. It's just it's called the Nun, nun Show, yeah. Netflix. Uh, I didn't watch it. I heard it wasn't good. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I will say. Warrior Nun? Warrior Nun. <laughs> I will say it's going to be number six is Sister Act. I'm going to add to Elise's point here and say Habit in the title makes it feel like it was a burden to make. Like it was just, they were just going through the routine. Oh, I bet the cast had a blast. Yeah, but I mean, what what are we going to put? uh, What the, what's the Adam Sandler movie? Happy Dads. Grown Ups. Grown Ups. Grown Ups. Yeah. Time Wasters. (laughs) Time Wasters. Good point. That's like a meta point that that, that they were, they were subtly hinting that, that this was just a routine money cash grab in the subtitle. That's a bold move Mm -hmm. by them. Strange, but strange. So, Strange Days, a movie that we're less likely to watch, but has is maybe more substantive. Versus Sister Act, a movie with less substance, but might be more likely to watch. Well, and, and no, kind of like we were talking about with Kangaroo Jack. I mean, just the the sheer raw talent behind Strange Days. I feel like it's a better did made. We say film. that about. <laughs> did we say that about Kangaroo? You Jack said Jerry Bruckheimer talent? made a competent film, whereas Le- Le- Leprechaun Back to the Hood is that. barely a film. I, 
I said the crew. I think Jerry Bruckheimer got a check to clear. Yeah, but he then, he writes the checks and then he goes here. Good crew, go make that good movie that I, I have that good no. script for. S- Sister Act is a money grab. If there's no reason to watch it, other as like you might as well just watch the original because it's the same movie like and the original. The first one's the better. Original. Good songs. What? Why can't I watch the original? I could do whatever I want. No. What if you just watched the original and now you're going like, I want more. No one ever said yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like oh. the, the thing is also, you know, um, whereas the second sister act is just the story of like, you know, taking these kids in kind of a, a bad situation and helping them like elevate themselves through community and song. And the first one's just the same with nuns. <laughs> yeah. Taking these nuns in a bad situation, mm-hmm. helping them elevate themselves through mm-hmm. community and song. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's definitely a more interesting original concept because she's, you know, she's like a grifter, you know, and she has to learn to change her ways. But then what does she really learn in back, back in well, the habit? Well, you always yeah, say, James, it that it's, it's easier to do the sequel because now you don't need the backstory anymore. That's why The Dark Knight is so much better than Batman <laughs> well, Begins, which everyone too. says, and they're wrong. I, 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 it's more if you have a trilogy, the second one should be the best. Yeah. Agreed. Otherwise, you've really mucked something up because mm-hmm. you don't have to start anything. You don't have to end anything. You just have to deliver the premise. I think we're going to need more time to discuss some of these other ones. So I, I vote to lock Sister Act in. Sister okay. Act? I'm, I'm down. Everyone's good with that. That's fine. Since it's okay achieved. I saw it in the theaters. I did too. Well, with my mom. never see it again. I mean, lot, I don't know. I got to say, a lot of colons in this <laughs> That's list. That's true. You notice that? Is that an indicator huh. of anything? And I don't know how many of those colons are going to slide their way down to the bottom five. In fact, I think none are. Did Did any of you guys have the problem, too, as a kid, where you thought when you put an actor in a movie and they don't really do anything to change their look, like Whoopi Goldberg or Arnold Schwarzenegger, you thought that that actor was just playing the same character in a different movie? Nope. No. I did it with Theodore Rex, so I, I was just like, why is the nun hanging out with dinosaurs now? It's confusing. <laughs> Here are the movies that are left. Muppet Treasure Island, Airborne, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, Demolition Man, Strange Days. And we're going to get to the, we're going to do the final five, the be- five best randomly picked films. <laughs> okay. We're going to order them right after a word from our sponsor. This episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by Mac Weldon. I cannot say enough how much I love Mac Weldon. I love them as a company, but I also love that I get to wear them because Mack Weldon is honestly better than whatever you're wearing right now, unless you're wearing Mack Weldon's. That's a promise. I've talked before about how I used to wear other boxer briefs or anything, and then once I got a taste of Mack Weldon, that was it. I have fully converted. Occasionally, you'll check in with me on some of these ad reads, and I was in the process. I can tell you that I have successfully managed to convert all of my underwear to Mack Weldon's, and then I've also bought some other stuff. Socks are the next thing. I want to use socks, sweatpants, as much as I can find because Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Uh, Mack Weldon just makes it so easy to shop. I love going onto their website and kind of seeing what they have and all the different options and all the different colors. I know what, I know what styles I like, but they're always adding new designs and new spins on it. I'm going to tell you, like, I thought I was cool because I had just gotten into their silver line, which allows me it's antimicrobial. And it basically means that if I stink, the underwear won't stink. And I was like, yeah, this is it. But more recently, they introduced the Air Knit X and I'm I'm now I'm fully converted 
to the Airnet X. So I lo- I'm wearing some right now. I love them. I tried out one pair and I said, this is amazing. And then I immediately bought more. Uh, I really, truly love Mack Weldon. They have the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. I talk a lot about my favorite pair of shorts, my weekenders, as I refer to them. As soon as five o'clock hits on that Friday, I'm probably still working. But as soon as I stop working, I throw on a pair of my weekenders from Mack Weldon and that's what I'm gonna be in for the next 36 hours until I have to go back to work. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. But also, not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too, so I honestly, I don't ever work out in anything other than Mack Weldon underwear. I just don't. Um, I always had issues with bunching or things like that with Mack Weldon, it never happens. And I'm going to be a real, I'm going to stink afterwards, but the underwear isn't. So I don't have to worry about getting them in the wash right away. It's not an, it's not a, a 911 emergency. Also, uh, for people like me, the folks over at Mac Weldon even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Uh, level one gets you free shipping for life. I am level one at least. And uh, once you reach level two by spending $200, Mac Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. So it basically pays to buy Mack Weldon. So when I am telling you that Mack Weldon are one of the best products that we have ever recommended to you on this show or anything on Funhouse, I truly, truly mean it. Um, This underwear is great, and I think you can take care of yourself starting at the very first layer that you put on. If you don't wear underwear, that's okay. That's your choice. But there's a ton of other super comfortable premium stuff at Mack Weldon that you might want to check out as well. Also, if you want to get 20% off your first order, you should visit MacWeldon.com slash filmhouse and enter promo code filmhouse. You're going to get 20% off your first order. You're going to be well on your way to the level one free shipping. And then depending on how much you get, you might hit that level two. You're going to get another 20% off for the rest of the year. I love Mack Weldon. I love their underwear. I'm wearing them right now. I don't know what else to say. Thank you, Mack Weldon, for your sponsorship. We are back. We're ready to do this. We're more energized than ever before. During the break, I saw a spider crawl from oh. behind one piece of art that's on my wall to another piece of art. So know, we got that going for us. Time is of the essence. Spider's listening. He says, I want to know what those movies <laughs> are. Um, okay. So where we left off was Sister Act at number six. Um, but we were also discussing Strange Days, so I'm wondering if it makes the most sense to lock in Strange Days. I think you're right. What? No. It's been in, I no. think so, too. I what would you put, you what would you put Adam? I think Strange Days is better than Tucker and Dale versus <laughs> Evil. I think, yeah. Oh, no, no, that no, movie, no, 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 that movie is a, a one... It's a one-trick pony. It The first 20 minutes is funny. It's like an internet video that goes on for way too long. It's just like, okay, oh, the kids are accidentally killing themselves, and they do it again. And again, and again, Strange Days at least has a plot. It has a story that moves forward. It does something and it I tries to say something. I anyone here but you knew what it was. What? If the plot? I mean, because I <laughs> paid attention. seen through the eyes of a serial killer. Someone's seeing, someone's doing tele, like brain teleporting. And oh, should I can... watch Strange Days? Is it good? Oh, it's great. I'd say it's, a, the I'd opening, say it's number five good. <laughs> the opening hooks you in. Look, anytime you get the bad guy from The Crow to be in your movie, you know it's going to be a hit. You need to be a Catherine Bigelow completist. Everyone does. So you got to watch Strange Days. Did you see Detroit? That. Yeah, I like Detroit a lot. That was my number oh, okay. eight I film did. for that year. 
it was in theaters for like a week, so I missed it. It was hardcore. All right, well, that's not on this list. Strange Days. Adam, it seemed like we were getting Strange Days was going to be the easy five. I thought it was before the commercial Yeah, Tucker break. and Dale never came up. But now Adam has thrown a curveball. I, Tucker and Dale that movie versus so, Evil. He's saying, so overrated. He's saying that it, it it's overrated. Yeah. I see it. A lot of people love it. I think it's rated. <laughs> yeah. A lot rated of people love it. I'm going to say, just just for the sake of conversation, it had a lot of hype, and then I watched it, and I went, it's okay. So, you know, I'm not completely, I'm not shocked by what Adam said. I, I honestly, I kind of get I, I'm not either, but I think he's underset. Like, like, yes, it is a kind of one note joke, but he's underselling mm-hmm. how great it is and how uh, th- that joke is. And it does, it is a pretty, if you're into those kind of films, it's a great subversion of that genre. You know, it's kind of, I had never seen a, a slasher film told that way. And it, and it did kind of maybe lag a little uh, at some parts because it kind of got repetitive, it, but I, I really enjoyed it way more than I ever thought during strange days when I was watching it, I was having more fun. It, Tucker. It, 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 it does reek of someone said, what about, what if the murderer, like it just, someone got stoned and they sat around with their friends and they said, what if the murderer like, wasn't actually killing them and it was all like an accident every single time was an accident I mean, it was, and it was like that's so funny yeah. and then someone had to sit down and uh, figure out how James, to write that again i can't hearken back enough to that sandwich scene in leprechaun enough a, a fantastic <laughs> piece of physical comedy and nine. frankly i have to say we don't really get these great features that are uh these big comedy of errors mm-hmm. sort of i feel i feel like it's a, it's a dying genre it's hard to nail and Tucker and Dale does it. And, and to your point, James, uh, you know he comes from Hollywood royalty, Tucker and Dale. It's uh, what? Jamie Lee Curtis and Christopher Guest's son so made that film. So it's kind of, you can kind of see where like Christopher Guest is probably oh. around the dinner table being like, oh, you know it would be a funny yeah. idea for a movie. <laughs> yeah. This. I think you should do this. Yeah. No. Yeah. He'd probably be yeah, like, but it also It also what? screams of access. Yeah, that's true. Where maybe, yeah. maybe with other parents that, that film would have never gotten made. And, just Catherine Bigelow Marilyn. had to put up with James Cameron that's to true. make Strange Days. That is that's that's much harder than just winning the Hollywood Spur born lottery. lottery. Yeah. yeah, Adam Adam got to put up with James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, Gabe had the I'm privilege sure of putting up with James Cameron. I, I think they divorced right after that movie or during <laughs> Ooh, the making of that movie. What Strange Days we are in? Yeah, I have a confession. Go for it, Tyler Labine. You know who co-starred in this movie with. Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. We follow each other on Twitter, so I. Oh, you're too close. Closure. I have a conflict this, of interest yeah, here. And wow, I appreciate you. I do appreciate you. I will say for the legitimacy of this, this what we're doing. We here. did see Alan Tudyk in that play once. We so. did see him in that play where he played <laughs> Sherlock and another guy. I do have to say, I was a uh, production assistant on Christopher Guest's short-lived HBO uh, series Family Tree. I, I, I love that series. Yeah, it was really Did fun, you? but I so I'm a little biased. I have conflict of interest myself. Oh, you are clo- you're too such, low a, close. such a great show. So this is between Adam and I. What is this humble brag thing going? I mean, but then I, I, it doesn't matter because that's that's just a two. We're, you need someone to break business, the tie. Baby. Okay. I, what? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> also, we have followers. The, we're PAs. The 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 Canadian actor you follow, um, who is also on Cameo, you can get in on that. Um, he follows 2200 people that's a that's a red flag i'm sorry i don't he follows anyone yeah we're not here to discuss we're not here to discuss he's using you for your clout 
I got Christopher you Guest th- a sprite. You think that he followed Elise just so that way, in case Tucker and Dale versus Evil came up in a discussion very much like this discussion, that she would cast her vote? Full disclosure, we do. We have a mutual friend. That's why. That's uh-huh, how. Ah, it it's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> full, full disclosure, I got Christopher Guest a sprite. He said it was a little too warm, and I had to go get another one. And uh, we've just kind of gotten along ever since. So, <laughs> did you meet Chris Chris O'Dowd? Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He was funny. Oh, I love him. Yeah, nice, nice gentleman. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. well, the, none of this has anything to do with what we're talking about. What? We're just Adam. reminiscing, going down. Well, the, the I, Adam, yeah, Strange Days, Tucker and Dale. You're going Strange Days is better. Strange Days is a better film than Tucker and Dale versus Boredom or whatever it's called. <laughs> If if the movie if the movie wow. had done a a cabin in the woods or had done something where like the most interesting thing it does is they go now the kids who think they're being hunted now he becomes the killer okay uh I I feel like you could have done something more interesting with that movie and it it, it is way too overrated for what it is I think it's That's a competent days, film. I think it's Adam. fine Strange Days is a movie it's an actual film okay right, Tucker well, and Dale gotta... is a was a magnet release. Uh, straight to VOD before it was even a sensible way of releasing content. You, you also know that it's a it's a Canadian film, and you're saying this all in front of a Canadian yes, and that film. hurts it. That hurts it, my friend. What? Adam, I'm it sorry. premiered at TIFF. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they paid the thirty five dollars. <laughs> um. Hey, TIFF's never paid anyone to air their film there. How dare you imply such a thing? Um. All right. Well, we need to decide. All right. Well, let me tell you this, Adam. Let me okay. tell. Let me. Uh, let me throw this at you. Uh, the budget for Tucker and Dale versus Evil was five point three million or five five million dollars. Basically Off nothing. Okay. I mean, it'd be it'd be a uh, life changing sum. It literally put any of us uh, safely fi- in a financial safety net. For and the we rest don't even know if that was lives. Canadian. Oh, it was but it's dollars. nothing. Budget was five million dollars. Okay. It grossed five point seven million dollars. Great, success, hugely successful. Uh, let me check out the figures for Strange Days here. Uh oh, she this already is, knows what, them. What's, which is what why is your qualifier here? You're trying to say that if that's that. okay, it makes more money. budget for Strange Days, uh, forty two million. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's check the box office figures here. Eight million dollars oh box office. Okay. And a loss. So you're you're equating money. money made to quality of film. Have you not been doing that the whole time? <laughs> I have. <laughs> the budget, the budget, and gross have been factors in all of my decision making thus far. Gotcha. Sorry, I forgot that uh, a financial stake that I have nothing associated or I have no stake huh? in whatsoever. Yeah. I should I'll say no more. I should. I should disclose. <laughs> I am a financial investor oh. in Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh. That was a bad I, idea. Uh, it was my $5 million. Conflict of interest. <laughs> I guess the difference oh. is uh, Tucker and Dale looks like it was made for $5 million. And I'm I'm surprised they did what they did with Strange Days for $42 million in the I, late 90s. I, I cannot believe that Adam waited until the number five spot to just... Just let all this vitriol against Tucker and Dale come out. I just think it's like, odd. I'm surprised it's an you odd didn't push for it at number ten. Jack off to it doesn't make any. <laughs> it's like it's it's decent at best. It's okay. It's, it it would be like I said. It'd be a great college humor sh- skit. That'd be great. It'd be like let's get Guys, this over with. Let's get the girl from Thirty Rock and call it a day. But no, stretch it out. I just I feel like I need to disclose conflict of interest. <laughs> 
uh, Leprechaun, <laughs> Leprechaun Back to the Hood is uh, on HBO Max. We are owned by Warner well, Media. Uh, we didn't disclose. We should have disclosed. Okay, quick, like quick disclosure. Ray Fine's brother and I follow each other on Vero. <laughs> Brag much, Joseph Adam? Fiennes? Jesus Christ. You and Joseph Fiennes? No, no, the other one. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. the much older one. Uh, I think he's a professor at uh, some online university. Fiennes. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Well, we got to decide here. So I mean, you guys get the vote. Sounds like Adam, I, I think you guys put aside your uh, <laughs> your Hollywood biases and your your close connections <laughs> of getting uh, uh, random director sprites. But I will. Okay. All right. Let's go around. Elise, voting. What are you voting for? I am voting for Strange Days in the number five spot. Strange Days. I too. All right, Adam. Oh. Tucker and Dale snooze fest. And then Ryan, you're going. I'm Strange going Strange Days, Days number five spot. spot. So it's on me? Yeah. No. I'm going Strange Days, number oh, five spot. Wow. You guys are wrong. Ooh. You're so wrong. Consensus achieved. You're the worst. Can't wait to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's watch it. You want to watch it tonight? And then yeah, we'll... let's see it. Oh, oh, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ooh, you get Vincent better. D'Onofrio in a film, you're going to get some Hollywood magic. Also, Elise, Michael Wincott, that's the one I was referring to. He's a Canadian actor. The guy who does the sounds from Police Academy? No, that's Winslow. <laughs> I mean, Michael Winslow. No, it's it's that guy. The bad guy from The Crow. He's he's got that voice. It's yeah, not yeah. like that. It's better than that. He has a great voice. He's like he's like the evil version of Adam from Your Movie Sucks. Yeah, kind of. Also Canadian. <laughs> also Canadian. Yeah, I think it's All right. So does that mean? How well? How do we feel about number four? We have. By the way, we're running out of time. Somehow we've managed to last almost <sighs> Man, an hour doing I this. Mean, Tucker and Dale. If Adam's coming in with Tucker and Dale at number five, it makes me think he wants it here. I was maybe going to say Airborne. How dare you? No. No. What Airborne I guess Tucker and Dale is number four then. Man, what Airborne did for the inline skating community will never be forgotten. I mean, they have erected statues for less. <laughs> and right said Fred Adam, don't forget. Well, I guess let's. I think we can. I guess just put Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale, number four. Because we're not going to get any farther. Wow, I'm okay with that. Whew, boy, airborne. You're lucky. Please, I didn't kick you off the show. <laughs> <laughs> God, airborne's so good. Airborne is airborne is all of the things that we've described and what we look for as positive attributes. The whole movie is well. That. I'll tell you where original air, airborne ain't fucking going, and that's in the one or two spot. <laughs> Oh, so you think it's three? Yeah, huh? right now. It's three? It definitely is, Ryan. It definitely what? Is. All right. So the three remaining films <laughs> Airborne, yeah. Demolition Man, Muppet Treasure Island. All classics, yeah. in my opinion. All classics. We have definitely I, gotten to the gilded films. I have I have a slight against Muppet Treasure Island. And so, that is, oh, okay. this is. This is to no fault of the movie's own other than they couldn't he's gonna tell a story about me <laughs> well no at least made me watch this movie when we were i think we were shooting uh arizona circle and she's like we should watch it. i watch it. i remember enjoying it except kermit is awful as as a, a, a staple of the muppets i don't know why they couldn't get the original voice actor it, it's just it's so lame well, he was he knows what he's doing don't I, don't don't bite <laughs> He's I'm just saying, can I say you everyone is just working their asses off and goes, hello, I am Kermit the Frog. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good Kermit. When we watched Over Treasure Island, Adam watched it. I watched Adam's face because I could just 
I loved the joy I was seeing. I, I, well, watching him. It wasn't it, the movie. The movie I thought was way, way better than I, I think I thought it was going it's to fantastic. be. Fantastic. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. They do a lot with a little bit. That's also I think Jim Henson's crew. Um, you know, I don't know why he was slacking off that day, but like they did a great. Like it reminded me a lot of Hook in a way, like all the sets and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, but they did it on yeah, yeah. a fraction of the budget. So seven million dollars. Those. Yeah. Those Muppet films are crazy because of how they they like in some ways are the last of the getting a warehouse and filling the warehouse with Practical the sets, sets and, and the things and the items and that paintings. we need like yeah. yeah and matte paintings and stuff like that it's like all right this place scene takes place on a boat and they don't do green screens they build a boat yeah. well and yeah. they're building that boat to a certain scale because it's Muppets on it and well, they're they building build a set the boat beneath that feet. for the humans <laughs> also and, um, uh, it's yeah you know. what's his name uh, Connolly the uh, the, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly is great in it, and oh. then they murder so him. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Black Bard. The Black Spot. Oh yeah. It's. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. For me, because uh, you know, obviously, this was post Jim Henson, and Brian Henson directed Muppet. I don't, why are we talking about it now? We got to be talking about this when we get to the one or two. We're spot. discussing oh. the number three spot. Elise. I thought you, I thought you were making amends of why it's, it's going to be number three. I'm just. We Here's know what's thing. going in number and three. I, this, is, gonna... this is unorthodox, and I don't want to mention other films that aren't in contention as an example of maybe why some of the films that are in contention should be where they are. But don't forget about Treasure Planet. What? what? <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> Airborne's <did>. number three. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island, I'm telling you, is not... It is a fucking classic it is not going what if, what if i told you elise what if i told you we were going to outvote you and put muppet treasure Island you bastards you have a riot I, i'm, 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 I'm going to office going to right now airborne made so much more money compared to the budget <laughs> doesn't even have the numbers <laughs> airborne budget unknown it's just a couple a backpack it's a couple rollerblade bearings and a picture Some of etnies. seth green yeah muppet well, treasure island Brian Henson carrying yeah. on the Jim Henson legacy. Yeah. It's I. It's in my opinion. Before you know, I really think that the Jason Siegel Muppet movie was very true to the Muppet spirit. But in my opinion, the Muppet Treasure Island was the kind of last bastion of that spirit of the Muppet movies before mm-hmm. you know for another fifteen years, mm-hmm. twenty years. Okay. Uh, and Seth Green, Jack Black, the main guy. <laughs> they're all in Airborne. <laughs> 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 I'm honestly on All Elise's. Me, I'm on Elise's side. We might have a stalemate on this because I, I and I, and it is because I have a soft spot. Muppet Treasure Island. I was hmm. kind of like an older kid when that movie came out, and it was Same. imminently watchable. Like I watched the shit out of that VHS, and I Same. have a soft spot in my heart for it. Airborne. I kind of have a similar vibe with, but. I I like I Muppet Treasure Island makes me happier is all I will say yeah. and that mm. for me would make it number two as opposed to nope. three. Obviously, being a big Muppets fan, I went to see it in theaters, and then I of course owned the VHS as well. I I mean I'm sheerly biased in that, but I the way Michael Caine talks about how Muppet Christmas Carol was the greatest film of his experience of his career because you mm. don't get that experience to act like Tim Curry he he plays the role and he just completely immerses himself and is brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 
and what? Let's go find, find the treasure. treasure. You know, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> this is my only number. Like it's just, it's so quotable. The songs are so amazing in it. Mm-hmm. There, there's so much texture to this movie. The rats that are having the well, cruise. You mentioned while, songs. You know, I mean, right said Fred. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. There, there's a montage. All right, Airborne number three. I guess. I can, so, I can yeah, just, I just, movie. I just imagine. Um, <laughs> what's his face, Michael? Uh, what's, what did you say? The English man who loved Muppets Kane. so much, like Michael Caine. Yeah, it's just like at the end of wrapping the Dark Knight trilogy, he's like, you know, Chris, that was a great movie, but there's no Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> You're not in Tenet. <laughs> Why are you Scottish? Um, all right, let's. We got to vote. We're running out of time. We got to vote for number three. And again, no one mentioned Demolition Man, but it's number one. Dude. Demolition we man. know where it's going. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's start with Adam. Oh, for number three, I got I I've only seen Airborne a million times in Muppet Treasure Island <laughs> once, so mm-hmm. I honestly I think Airborne's the better movie. So yeah, wow. Okay, M- MTI as we call it in the uh, the big Muppet fan community and the forum that I go on. Uh, it's number three. I'm sorry, Elise. Okay, sorry, not all sorry. right, Ryan. Oh, I'm gonna go number three. Airborne. Half. Sorry to say. Uh, airborne number three for me. Okay. Mm, All right. Interesting. Elise. Airborne is number three for me. Too. All right. It's two to one so far. Two. James. Great. A lot that of pressure on me. you. No, it's Muppet Treasure Island is number two. <laughs> what an upset. Number I thought you, maybe you would say Airborne. No way. Damn you. Airborne's amazing. It's, it's amazing and perfect. Oh, but if we're talking pure cinematic craftsmanship, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know. So you agree with us? I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's I think airborne number three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Airborne I didn't get that switcheroo first. Awesome. No, it's it, it's like system. airborne. They do that. They do that. <laughs> airborne. If you watch airborne enough, you know that it doesn't need to finish first place because he doesn't. <laughs> At the end <laughs> of the movie, he doesn't finish first place. That's a great point. But they the still win. This whole episode is thematically like airborne. Thematically like, like airborne. All right, mm. we're down to number two and number one. Mm. We've already talked about the merits of Muppet Treasure Island, MTI, as Adam refers to it. But Demolition Man, a movie that has not even been mentioned on this list until now. Mm. We know it's the best. Or is it? Yes. Are there any thoughts? I, I think I think actually going up against Muppet Treasure Island, there's some competition there. Just saying. But you didn't even want it. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm going crazy with power. Uh, so. I mean, honestly, uh, it is it is tough because of my major personal bias because I do think Muppet, Muppet Treasure Island is a masterpiece. Which Muppet follows you on Vero? None. Oh. Do you know one? Okay. Yeah, the shrimp. The shrimp follows you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Demolition Man has done so much. So much for us. You know, so for a movie with demolition in the title, it's done a lot more to build up the world. Wow, in, yeah. in positive ways. Wow, yeah, you're right. Else. About it is mm. it just the the original premise, the, uh, the 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 hilarious premise. I mean, like, like it's such a funny uh, satire of all these movies we like, you know. And it's so so well made. All, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock are hilarious in the it. Cast. What's uh 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 what's Adam Sandler's uh uh. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider oh. Yes. Uh, he, yeah. he's so funny in it. I really, uh, I don't, I think this is uh, of this for, 10 list. This list is for a second. I thought film. you were getting it mixed up with dread. 
because he's also <laughs> in that. No, sorry, <laughs> Judge Dread, not Dread. Just before we lock this in, do we want to go back and revisit number nine? No, at all. Yeah, I think it maybe no, could be number one. Hmm. Look at the sandwich scene. Nope, I'm seeing there's be. a filter that puts a, yeah. a cracked overlay on my screen, so I can see what Elise is seeing or not seeing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Adam has always wanted he and I to remake the Call Me Al music video. Yeah, but I want he, I want him and I to do the Leprechaun Back to the Hood sandwich scene. Well, one for you, we one might. for me, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, we're coming. We're coming to the end of it. We need to. We need to decide. And so we're going to all vote for what we think the number one film is. Right after word from our sponsor. James! I'm just kidding. There's no sponsors. We did all the sponsors. Oh, okay. We're still doing it. Okay. All right. So we're back. <laughs> all right. I did that um, for effect. I know. That was a nice job. Anyway. Hey, nice job. What's that signify? Why did you see it's that? A, it's a scene do, from Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, because okay. Yes. Yet, uh, yet another. No, it's not correct yet. It's yet another Demolition thing that Demolition Man, Man was right about. Uh, no true. contact. Oh, That's literally about, how right. I am meeting people now. I'm not high fiving them. I'm all right. Anyway, uh, all it's right. Wash on, wash off, Karate Kid. Anyway, I'll go. It's wax on, wax off. Yeah, yeah. racist. Wax uh, on, wax off. Sand do floor, uh, paint do fence, and uh, chop six the flies. Yeah, right, side side to side. No, oh. that's those are the four training techniques to learning karate. All right, I'll go first. Number one. Of this random film list given to us by Twitter. Demolition Man. Brave. Thank you. Very brave. brave. So brave. All right. Adam. Yeah, I think uh, it is It is a movie I've watched countless times. Of course, I'm referring to Muppet Treasure Island, but uh, <laughs> my vote goes towards uh, Demolition Man because of its accurate prediction of the uh, dystopian future we live in right outside the San Diego Convention Center. Yep. All right. Ryan? I, Demolition Man. (laughs) Nothing else, nothing more needs to be Uh, said. You guys said it all. (laughs) All right, Elise? Muppet Treasure Island, a classic. I mean, we can't even stress the importance of this film and not just Muppet canon, but also just the the world of film, but it's going to be number two, Muppet Treasure Island for me. Number one, Demolition oh, Man. Wow. There it is. Consensus. Consensus. I knew it. Wow. I thought you were going for Leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> blew my mind. Oh, that would have been a funnier if I had gone, but it's going to be Leprechaun back to the hood for me. <laughs> There's a part where a guy swings a shovel on a rainbow for some reason on one of the clips I was watching for free on YouTube. <laughs> Well, we did it, guys. We got to the end of that list. This is wow. very similar to when we did the perfect film debate. I don't yeah. know if you guys recall yeah. that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we have taken your random films from Twitter and we have ordered them from worst to best. Here is the list. The worst film at 10, Mac and Me, followed by Leprechaun Back to the Hood, Kangaroo Jack, Speed 2 Cruise Control, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, Strange Days, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, Airborne, Muppet Treasure Island, and at number one, the best film randomly pulled from Twitter, Demolition Man. So nice. In, in hindsight, after seeing that whole list, are there just I know this is the official list. Obviously, there's no changing it now. But it, it, are there any that you guys are kind of looking back and going, huh? I don't know. For me, I think we could have. I would have switched ten ahead, and nine, ahead. maybe 
I, I, I do think I'm maybe like packing <laughs> me a little more. As a, you're, you're worried about what's on the bottom of the trash can? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think hindsight, maybe we could have gotten Strange Days further onto the worst side. Strange Days number just two spot, Knowing how maybe. much it meant to Adam. <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely better than Tucker and Dale, but it, I enjoy continuing not watching that movie again this year. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> The Venom. All right. Okay. Oh, we should have had Venom on this list. Uh, is there a number zero? <laughs> we'll have to do this again. We'll have to do this again. Can you uh, put Nymphomania Part films. 1 and 2 on there? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, it is funny thinking about trying to debate the merits of two completely different things <laughs> randomly pulled from <laughs> I love it. Oh, That's well. fun. We should do this again. I had fun. We should definitely do this again. We can do genres. We can figure yeah, things yeah, out. If, there's, if you think that there's a good, uh, a good spin on this on having us debate one film versus the other. Maybe we do one where we find a list of movies none of us have seen. Mm-hmm. We need to put in order for worst to best movies that all not, none of us have seen. Let us know down in the yeah, comments. And thank you to everyone that tweeted with you know yeah, these. Yeah. Appreciate it a lot. Thank and you. Said lawnmower man. Thank you. Ma- ma- maybe we could. A lot of maybe we could expand. Lawnmower. It could be movies and just random objects and things. It could be like Mac and me, and then just uh, uh, corn and chairs corn. and just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Florida into it. Oh. Yeah. You can just compare can anything. Just ideas. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what this is. This is Compare House. Thank you for watching, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Putting the work and hitting the gym and like putting this hurting. Raising the levels is what I've been searching. Taking them out of the speed like a gherkin. No type of jerking when I'm in the car, I'm more like a surgeon.